Greetings and welcome to Synaptic Empire Audio Transmission number 141, part 2 of a very special, very late, for your disapproval, 2021 edition. Uh, I am your host, Randy Brown, as I always am, and if you are finding me just now, thank you so much, and if you're back, thank you for coming back and enjoying what I do here. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I know that you have so many listening choices between other great podcasts, including the ones here on cnj.com. You also have your own music collections. So if you are choosing to listen to me, thank you so much. Satellite radio. You have terrestrial radio. I don't know why you would listen to terrestrial radio at this point, but you know, hey, everybody has their thing. Also digital radio, which uh, where you can find those, those little tiny in-between stations. Those are pretty cool sometimes whenever you can find them. You also have streaming, and I'm going to ask you to please, please not stream it. It rips everybody off except for the person that owns the streaming service, and that's just awful. Awful, awful, awful. Like I had said on the last show, not trying to rip off Joey Haney at Rock Strikes 10, but I couldn't find 24 albums, and I made this list back in February, like January or February, so... Please bear with me. There were some stuff that I didn't even get to, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a couple of those records later on. But at the time, I couldn't find 24 records that I was really solidly behind this year or this past year, last year, six months ago, six months ago. Because why why are we doing the best of 2021 in June? Well, it's been eight months since I recorded, so I never got around to it. I don't know. You know, like I said last time, life gets in the way sometimes and you just can't fit it in. You have to have a lot of drive. Let me tell you, if you're going to if you're going to be a podcaster, you really have to have that drive to make it all work and make it all happen. We heard at the very beginning of the show from number 10, the number 10 record of the year. And it's an EP, so it probably should really be in an odds and ends. But that's not how I do things here. But we heard from Zombie, one of my uh, one of my more favorite recent acts. They're not really recent. You know, they've been around about probably 15 years, maybe close to 20 at this point. But uh, yeah, they released a really good EP last year called Liquid Crystal. And that song was called Black Forest. They also have a brand new record out right now with our very good friend from Pinkish Black, Darren Beck. And uh, some other guys, members of The Sword and members of Trans Am. Zombie and Friends. It's volume one, and they're doing Yacht Rock songs. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yacht, yacht Rock and, and like soft rock stuff. So it's, uh, it's really cool. If you were following the band last year, you saw toward the end of the pandemic, they were doing weekly YouTube videos of all these songs. And really, really fun little series. So I'm glad that they've, they've packed that all in. And I'm sure that you will get to hear them on For Your Disapproval 22 style, which I plan to have out in January which is only six and a half short months away from now. So anyway, we're going to jump in here. Number nine, the first album in 22 years for my very good friends up in Kansas City, a band called Frog Pond. I've played them here a couple of times. They got back together with a new lineup. Unfortunately, Justine Volpe has left the band yet again, but it is uh, still Heidi, and uh, you know, a whole new band that she has put together. They put out the record called Time Thief. Off of that, this is Drunk, right here on the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmission number 140 for your disapproval 21 style part two. <laughs> 
makes you make a home I run away And the story starts again And I couldn't stay in bed all day I couldn't leave like my daddy And I wouldn't be your baby And I go Coming in at number seven there off of the album Daddy's Home. That is St. Vincent with the song My Baby Wants a Baby. So I guess she's probably going to take care of that for her baby. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, You know, I'm a huge St. Vincent fan. I still count her among uh, quote unquote locals. She has so many Dallas roots, even though I do believe she is in New York now. And that's great. She is thriving and really excited. I haven't gotten it yet, but I do have the the new single, the new Paul McCartney single that she does a remix on the B-side. So I guess you really don't get much more upper echelon than working with a Beatle. So good for her. Prior to that, we heard from Haunt, who I think they made an appearance last year. I'm pretty sure they did. Off of their album, Beautiful Distraction. That was Sea of Dreams. I got to go see them and meet Trevor, the singer, and basically is Haunt. He puts together a band to go out on the road and, and whatnot. And I think, I think they've recorded some. Uh, don't, don't quote me on that. But Trevor Church, super, super, super nice guy. Super nice guy. So, But I got to see them in April after like a really weird like cancellation thing that happened. The promoter canceled the show on them and claimed it was COVID. And 
I actually had messaged <laughs> messaged Trevor. I was like, "Is this true?" And he was like, "No." He was like, "This we just walked off stage in Houston." And uh man, they're they're quickly becoming the uh the guided by voices of of the new wave of traditional heavy metal scene. Because man, that's trying to keep up with haunt releases is is something else. And now he's releasing his own label version of of the pl- the past records as well. I know uh, if Icarus Could Fly and Mind Freeze have both had the treatment and uh, possibly the first record as well. But if you're n- not on the haunt tip, do it. And I've got to, I have to give props to I Am Vinyl's Pete LaRussa and Rock Strikes 10's Joey Haney for turning me on to haunt because man, I just love these guys so much. I love this band so much. They they wound up getting the the whole thing resolved. They were playing my buddy's club actually in in uh, Deep Ellum here in Dallas, and he was able to get a hold of them and say, "Hey, why don't y'all come play uh, two nights from now? I I can clear whatever and, and make it happen." And sure enough, he was able to. Unfortunately, there were only like maybe a handful of people in the crowd versus what would have been there the night before or two nights prior. But man, it, it didn't matter. They ripped. And it was so cool. It was so good to see them. After buying so many of their records, I've got so many Haunt records now. You know, I always love hearing from you here at the Synaptic Empire. You can email me, thesynaptic1 at gmail.com. Or you can also go over to iTunes, which I do believe I'm still on iTunes. And you can give me a five-star rating. I believe this is a five-star show. And if my producer, Joey Haney, was here, he would also say, Five-star show, absolutely. And with that, you can also go over to Podchaser and give me another, a review over there as well. Greatly appreciate it. Greatly. I would, it, would be, it would be such a boon to me to see these, to have some, uh, to have some reviews from uh, my seven, maybe eight listeners out there. I appreciate every one of you. Coming up here at number six, a very perennial favorite here over the last three or four years, a band called Rose Garden Funeral Party, who are definitely very Dallas. As a matter of fact, we've got a run of locals right here. I was at a there for a little while. Leah Lane, the the front woman and main driving force behind Rose Garden Funeral Party, she was doing an event here in Fort Worth by the uh, that was called Obituary, which I, I thought complemented our the Black Mass that I do, the Goth Night that I do over at Main at Southside. I thought it was a really nice complimentary counterpart to the show and uh the last one that that they did uh unfortunately really wasn't very well attended so i basically went up there and i stood at the stage while she dj'd through the whole night and we talked music for forever but then she was like hey you know what she's like you know we've got a you know we've been recording the new record she's like do you want to hear a song off of it she's like we're not playing this for anybody and we're not releasing any singles and we're not doing anything prior to the actual release, which I think is a brilliant idea. I think it's weird that, that bands are releasing like a third to half the record before the album even comes out and you can go stream it. What's the point, you know? One single before your record comes out, if that's what you're going to do, and that builds anticipation and you can't wait. You just can't wait to hear the rest of that record. So she played me this, played this over the, uh, the PA there. This song is called Chaos off of the number six record of the year. In the Wake of Fire, this is Rose Garden Funeral Party, who, as of this recording, right now are out on the road with Jay Aston's Gene Loves Jezebel. So if you get a chance to go see that, Jay Ashton, pardon me, if you get a chance to go see that, 
please do. Please do. My good friend, uh, or my new friend over on Facebook, Jason, he just went and saw them in Atlanta, and he was over the moon. I was so thrilled because I've been preaching this band now for four years, and you can't get much better. So anyway, Chaos, Rose Garden Funeral Party, right here on the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmission number 141, for your disapproval, 21 style, part two.
Played that cat a couple times here on the show. A guy out of Dallas by the name of Joshua Ray Walker. You may have actually seen him on Fallon. He was on Fallon. That's right. A couple months back. And great, great performances. You should go look him up on uh, on the YouTube. I'm sure that they are there. But this is his third record. It's called See You Next Time. And it's what he calls the third of a what he said is a Dallas trilogy. The first being Wish You Were Here. Second being So Glad You Made It. And the third is See You Next Time. He has been having all sorts of, of success, especially overseas. He's been going overseas and touring quite a bit. So good for that guy. He is going to be an absolute star. I, fortunately, I finally got to see him earlier this year, and then I had to sadly sell a pair of tickets to one of his shows. But I got to see him open for the old 97s here in Fort Worth, and he just tore the house down. I mean, I don't think anybody was ready for, for what he brought. And, man, he just 
absolutely killed. I got to meet him for a minute afterwards. It's such a nice, nice guy. So check out Joshua Ray Walker. If country's not your thing, uh, I don't really care. <laughs> I always say that everybody in Texas has a little bit of country in them, regardless of what they're into. There's always something. It's like, oh, well, I mean, that's okay. I like that. So there you have it. Prior to that, you heard from very good friends of the show, The Kush. Uh, I've known Gabby and Burett now for 30 years. I've known, I've known Burett at least for 30 years. And Gabby, probably about 29, his wife. And you know that I've played them a hundred times here on the show. And I released one of their records on CD a few years back, Transcendental Heatwave, which I still have some of those. If you would like to pick one up, that would be great. Just contact me, thesynaptic1 at gmail.com. And uh, I will sell you one for very cheap. Anyway, they got signed to Mad Bunny, which is Ben Harper's label. And they released Riders in the Stardust Gold last year. Finally, the LP finally came out and I was able to pick one up. And man, it is it is wonderful. I really like that now that we're out of the CD era so much, that that is done, that artists can make the size or the length of record that they want to make. This is only seven songs, but it is so worth it. But, you know, I mean, it's, you're not having to, you know, fill up a CD of, you know, the, the labels aren't forcing you to make, you know, a full 78-minute CD or 75-minute CD, uh, you know, of just filler, so much filler for no reason. You can make whatever record it is that you want, and that's refreshing. It's nice. It's nice to get some shorter records where you don't have the, you know, the, like, aural fatigue of listening to a 17-track release. Def Leppard, I'm looking at you right now with your most recent record, Diamond Star Halos. The, the version I got is 17 songs, and it's really long. It could have been an 11-song record without any doubt. But I digress. We're talking about the number five record of the year here from The Kush. I had talked earlier about, uh, you know, I t in the last episode, I talked about records I was kind of disappointed in. And uh, I said that on this one that I would bring up uh, some stuff that I got to later, and I didn't necessarily get to, to add it in. There were a lot of odds and ends records in the past year and last year i bought more music in 2021 than i have ever bought in my life and i bought less new releases fewer new releases than i've ever bought ever i don't know what the deal was with that i don't know if i'm listening to actually less new music i don't know very few like new bands which which kind of bums me out a bit if i'm being completely honest i guess at almost 52 i'm starting to slow down a bit on on my music consumption and I'm still digging all the bands that I've always liked and picking up their releases whenever I get the chance. But man, I just didn't buy any. You can tell from this, this countdown, this is all stuff that's, that's been, uh, for the most part, I think Alice on the last one was, was one of the first ones, one of the only things that, that was like a brand new artist to me. But I thought that the, uh, finding wildflowers, Tom Petty record was really good. The alternate version of wildflowers what else was there? The Melvins just keep releasing so many weird things. Like almost their entire career has been in odds and ends here lately. Magma's BBC Laundress 1974 that came out for Record Store Day. That is a tremendous listen if you get the chance. Uh, so, I mean, you know, help. that's from 1974. A lot of, a lot of uh, like reissues and stuff like that. What else? Bob Dylan 1970. Tremendous. Thought that record was great. As for like newer records, like I didn't even know there was a new My Morning Jacket album 
that came out. I didn't even see, I saw nothing about it until one day somebody posted in one of my music groups saying, you know, this is a really great entry from, from my morning jacket. And they were right. That record's really good. But I got to it, you know, later. I got to it like almost, I think it was this year, as a matter of fact, that I got to it. The Mogwai record just barely missed getting in. A little too many uh, vocals on it for my taste from that band. I really like them, you know, almost exclusively instrumental. And which every one of their records has a little bit of vocals, I believe. They've always had some just scattered throughout. But to me, any vocals from them is, is <laughs> too many. What else did I get? I got the Under the Guillotine box, the Creator box, which I can go ahead and tell you now, spoiler alert, for 2022, the new Creator album is uh, Hate Uber Alice will be in the top five. Top five, I promise you. But yeah, that's a great box. The first six Creator records all there. There was uh, two Brainiac reissues. We got new Brainiac this past year. Just phenomenal you know getting to listen to there was a live record and then there was the attic tapes which were demos that timmy taylor was working on as he passed so really cool stuff there really cool stuff and you know yeah just a lot of reissues a lot just a lot of stuff coming in at number three one of my absolute most favorite bands in the world mastodon they released a proper double album this year with the record hushed and grim now, they've uh, kind of moved into that sort of proggier, proggier thing that they started showing signs of that back in 2006 with Blood Mountain, kind of taking a, you know, moving on from, from the first two records from Remission and Leviathan. And, you know, Blood Mountain just so good. But that and then into Crack the Sky, both <laughs> modern prog masterpieces. And I kind of felt like they sort of lost their way a little bit. I still liked the records that came out after those, but this is like a total, complete, cohesive Mastodon to me. Man, if you if you have not heard this, go pick it up. And I'm going to give you a little taste of what it's all about. This is More Than I Could Chew, Mastodon, coming in at number three with the album Hushed and Grim, right here on the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmission number 141, for your disapproval, 21 Style Part 2.
off of probably one of the best disco records I've heard in forever. Not necessarily, but yeah, it's kind of kind of disco-y. Duran Duran with the album Future Past. Uh, that was the song called Anniversary. I was completely just smacked in the face by how good that record was. Did not expect it whatsoever. As a matter of fact, I'm so excited because I have tickets to go see them coming up uh, in August, at the end of August, right here in Fort Worth. And man, I, I can't wait. Seriously, Future Past, if you haven't picked up that record, it is so good. They do such a great job of like towing that line between being Duran Duran and being modern. This time around, it's, yeah. So do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. And then hey, there we go again. Another Legacy Act releasing a great record. Not a new act at number two. Definitely not a new act at number two. Join me out in the cyber world, the synapticempire.com. I do occasionally, and I do mean very occasionally, blog. You can go read and catch up on, on what I had written about a few years back. It's been a while, honestly, since I blogged anything. I don't even know that I could <laughs> work the site at this point. But maybe I could. Maybe one day I'll get around to writing something. I don't know. I always have these really great uh, diatribes while driving down the road with nothing to capture them on and just a great stream of consciousness. And I'm like, I'm going to talk about that on the show or I should write about that. And then by the time I'm, I'm home, it's just, it's just lost into the ether. So yeah, you can, you can go to the, the synapticempire.com. You can also Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which I don't really care much for Twitter, uh, the synaptic empire on all three of those platforms. You can email me the synaptic one at gmail.com. I would greatly appreciate that. Any sort of constructive criticism would be very welcome. As always, I'd like to thank my cnjradio.com family for giving me this time to spend with you this week. Week. That's that's rich. I'm doing a best of 21 show in June of 22. So, yeah. Eight months. Eight months in between shows. In between uh, 139 and the last show, 140. So, my track record is speaking for itself. <laughs> anyway... I would like to thank my cnjradio.com family for giving me this time to spend with you. And if you're not listening to the shows on cnjradio.com, please do. Please do. Go uh, the flagship Wrestling House Show with Joey Haney and Chris Cat. You also have Rock Strikes 10 with Joey Haney, my producer, who would tell you this is a five-star show. You also have The Last Theater with Chris Cat, And then also I Am Vinyl with Pete LaRussa, who I got to just meet a couple days ago. So that was a lot of fun. You can also backlog all of the Talking Rock shows with Joey and very recent addition to Sirius XM, our good friend Mark Striegel. We wish him all the best over there. But you can go take a listen to those shows. So there is no shortage of entertainment on cnjradio.com. So go take a listen. I'm going to leave you with this. The number one album of 2021. As I love the new, this like recent act, not really recent, I guess it's been about, makes you feel really old when you say, I guess they've been doing this for now for about 20 years. But the prog version of Iron Maiden has been so rewarding to me. I have loved all of these records since coming back with Brave New World. And I haven't listened to A Matter of Life and Death or Dance of Death all that much. But uh, man, certainly... Certainly this and Book of Souls and Brave New World, really strong albums, really, really strong records. From the album Sinjutsu, 
This is Iron Maiden, the number one album, according to me here at the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions. This is Lost in the Lost World. I will see you all very, very soon.
together heal our old wounds like forever darkness war fighting for their lives again so come on now don't be afraid this is where destiny lies just to let us breathe again but upon this earth to wander and to walk forever lost with the ashes of our enemies to live among our ghosts of our past and nothing life is but a better path to joy self-existence under threat and soon will be none of us left remember names of all our dead now in enemies that fled reaching for our sky forever free a sadness that is proud as the clouds all drift away now until we Synaptic Radio is brought to you by the Synaptic Empire in conjunction with cjradio.com.